from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two Douchebags and a Microphone Pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Oh Oh, shit, what's What's that that over there? there? Oh Oh, no, no. it's It's an island island of horrible horrible jokes. jokes. I asked my date to meet me at the gym. She didn't show up. I guess we're not gonna work out. (laughs) When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water. Because nobody likes a stinky asshole. When everything is coming your way, you're in the wrong line. Next up, things overheard in hell. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are doing all televised and radio games of the NFL this year. Remember to bleach your Bluetooth after every show. Two douchebags and a microphone. Because we all need dick jokes. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in. Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? Hey everyone, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright. Well, Rob, how are you doing tonight? I've been a little busy night. Sounds My like it. grandson come by, and then I cooked dinner, and just as I was finishing up eating dinner, my adopted son and his girlfriend swung by. That sounds and like a pretty good evening. now. They're still in the other room. So. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I've, uh, I've got some uh, emails. I'm, oh, get, cool. I'm starting to get a little caught up on them. I still have more to go, but um, like I said before, oh. if it's just a basic hey. Always love hearing from our assholes. Yes, yes. And assholes are the people that listen to yeah, us. That, that's, our, that's our fan's name. Yeah, yeah, you know, Everybody like uh, Bubba Love Sponge has Bubba Army. Opie, Opie and Anthony had pests. 
uh, Mankell had the Militia Love. Let's see, uh, um, yeah. Howard Stern had the Whack Pack. Well, we have assholes. We've deemed yeah, you guys we're assholes. Back, so you guys are our assholes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, actually. A version of a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are better on the pecking order, you see. We're douchebags, yeah. so we're like the worst. And you guys are like not quite douchebag level yet. So we gave you guys a primo spot, so there you go. I don't know. Some of you keep it up, you might reach that level. Uh, that's true. That's true, especially <laughs> one guy from Des Moines that just doesn't think we should have a day off. <laughs> I, 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 listen, you know, I'm not even getting it. Fuck it. You know what, man? I sent him a message back. It was very polite. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Give us just a few more years and we'll be able to retire. Oh, we here. give you a show every day. Okay, Blake <laughs> from Des Moines. Find us some sponsors. Then you'll get us a lot more. Well, yeah. There we go. There yeah, you go. There's your answer. Or send us a check every week. So until then, we have other lives we have to do, like make a living. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. both work for a living. Yeah. And, and believe me, if I have sponsors or you send me a check every week, I will take the equipment along and I will podcast on vacation. But until then, you're just going to have to wait like everyone else did. So, but we'll get to. Well, uh, we love you, man. We, we love, love you. you. He know I I I'll read it to you later because um, I didn't print it out what I sent back to him. I'll read it to you later off air. Um, I was very polite, but I also, you know, just kind of let him know, hey, come on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we're all friends here, right? Yeah, we Uh, are. We are. We love you, and we appreciate you listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have jobs just like everybody else. Absolutely. So, I don't know. He sounded like a good guy. I mean, he he loves the show, obviously. So, you know, hey, I I can't get mad at anyone for loving the show. So... Anyhow, and we're glad you do, and thank you, Blake, and everyone else that expressed interest in us uh, being off. Um, and most of them were pleasant, don't get me wrong. Most of them were pleasant. But, we, we, I mean, it's really kind of odd to be needed like that, you know? <laughs> so, anyhow. Um, I, uh, well, Mark, I, I, off the air, I've told you how much this show has changed my life. That's cool. That's really good to hear. Uh, and and in yeah, a good way. So that's why I said that's cool. Um, and if we can touch other people, great, man. I love it. Yes, a good touch, not a bad touch. Yeah, a good touch. Good yeah, touch. a good touch. Yeah. So there you go. You're down so, in the dumps. You listen to us. We only we only do You're good touches. Up. We only do good touches around here, despite what anyone could say or think. We only do good touches. Oh, by the way, my puzzle sales are down. Oh, man. Speaking of bad touches, yeah. you know what? We're, I'm just going to have to... Come on, guys. Am Come I gonna, on, guys. I'm going to have to throw that thing in there like every, Robin, every other... Come on. In a loincloth. Come on. How can you beat it? Yes. Looking up at the sky, screaming. I, I mean... Yeah. 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 I, I, I was really having a bad day that day. Yep. Oh, and um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the photographer that followed him around the rainforest just took the epic picture. And uh, actually, oh, he's the one that made it into a jigsaw puzzle. He was so enamored by it. He timed it just right. He has now, three was, of them yeah, on the wall. I was having a bad day that day. Yes. He caught it just right. Yes. 
So, I've, uh, I've got, you know, we still have this game going on, and it's going to go on as long as we keep playing this show for people, is um, catch us some bullshit. Call bullshit on us, and we'll let you know if it is or not, and you win a free bag of pencil shavings. No kidding. A free bag of pencil shavings if you catch us in bullshit. So, anyhow, this leads to my you first story. You realize what you're asking for, Mark. <laughs> I know, I thought of you, that. You, you, uh, you've had a hard time keeping up with emails now. I think Blake's going to be breaking one off. <laughs> no, I think Blake's... Yeah, you got to catch us in bullshit. Yeah, yep. Um, well, anyhow, my first... And this is something we've been working on, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's going to go over well. I've always thought that that would be a neat thing to do, is to throw in bullshit stories and then have the audience call you on it. You know, if nothing else, you got a bunch of people Googling shit that you just made up. That's funny in itself. So, okay. This story, I claim is real. And I'm certain it's real. I've checked it out through everything, but I could be lying. You don't know. But you know that uh, Abraham Lincoln pardoned Joe Biden's great-great-grandfather. Did you know that, Rob? I don't know how to answer this. Okay, no. I'm claiming claiming, claiming it's true. You can go look it up. that, That was one of my stories for tonight. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I right. will back you on this. Well, it doesn't matter. If someone thinks we're doing bullshit, they can call bullshit on us. I mean, you know, so, oh, hey, that's, that's part of the beauty of the game. Someone could be like, I don't believe All that right. for one second. And then they could go Google it or not. I mean, I, you know, well, it's up well, to them. We have our sources, too. Yep. All right, so here is the actual story. While Joe Biden has the power to grant pardons for those convicted of federal crimes, one of his own relatives was once granted a pardon himself by none other than President Abraham Lincoln. Historian David J. Gurlman writes in the Washington Post that documents completed by the U.S. National Archives show that Biden's great-great-grandfather, Moses J. Robinette, you can't make that name up, <laughs> Moses J. Robinette, was, yeah. pro- was pardoned by Lincoln after he was charged with attempted murder following an 1864 brawl. The charges against Robinette came after he got into a fight with a fellow Union Army civilian employee in Virginia, ultimately drawing his pocket knife and cutting the man. The Post reports that Robinette, who was then working for a a veterinary surgeon, I didn't, in the Army, oh, veterinary, yeah, yeah, yeah. veterinary surgeon, wow, I didn't know they had, okay, argued that he was acting in self-defense but was convicted of attempted murder and sentenced to two years of hard labor. Ultimately, three Army officers appealed the conviction to President Lincoln, arguing it was too severe. Lincoln, who was president from 1861 until his assassination in 1865, agreed issuing Robinette's pardon on September 1, 1864. Gurman writes, the 22 pages of court material transcript found in archives helped to fill in an unknown place of Biden's family history. 22 well-preserved pages of Robinette's trial transcript um, 
was uh, squeezed among many hundreds of other routine court material cases in the National Archives revealed the hidden link between the two men and between two presidents across the centuries, Gurman wrote in the Post. So, interesting, yeah. isn't it? Um, it makes now, you want... That, that, that sounds like word for word the same exact article I read. Well, all the articles spawned from one article, and that's the article that I did. Yeah. All of them were that article. So when you went to references to make sure it was okay... It went to that article. It all went to that one article, and then the USA Today's and the Washington Post decided to post it. So, um, right. I believe that it's probably true. It's just weird, yeah. because you hear so many things like that. Like, uh, I, I want to do, like, you know, we're going to do the Origin series coming up. And my first one's the Origin of Dr. Pepper, because I find it fascinating. And I know the story. I've been to Waco, Texas, the uh, Dr. Pepper Museum. Um, and we're doing an origin series and that's where we bother to look up the origins of certain things that interest us and it's going to be a segment you know it's going to be right next to Satan telling you that he loves to burn souls listening to us and uh, Deep Thoughts with Mark you know playing frogs uh, at uh, when it's 10 below for the Amazon guy or whatever you know in between all of this yeah, stuff and, and I actually come up quite a bit of stuff for that show I have seven ones that I'm itching to get to so, um, okay, this thing could be on the origins if we decide to delve into it enough, and I think we will because I really like the idea of it. But um, how presidents are related to each other, most of them, if not all of them, are. Is that coincidental? Are we all related to each other because we're all human and came from, if, if you believe what I believe, Adam and Eve, so we would all be related in some way, right? Or if it's part of an overall theme of uh, us and them. This is something that I'm going to do some research on. And I am going to report at least the presidents that can be proven. You know, like John Adams and John Quincy Adams, right? Or like uh, Theodore Roosevelt and Franklin D. Roosevelt. The ones that can be proven are pretty easy and have been proven that they're related. But there's other ones that they claim are related, like Bush and Obama's are related, and, you know, and all the stuff that everyone's heard. So I'm going to delve into that, and I'm going to bring up some reports, and this will also coincide with someone calling bullshit on us. So I could come up and go, Obama was uh, um, the great, 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 great grandson of George Washington, or John Quincy Adams, or what, you know what I mean? Um, I could say that, and then it would be someone to call bullshit on me and to prove it's bullshit, and then to email us at doucheb66 at yahoo.com. So, that is my idea of something that's coming up. What do you think of that, Rob? I love it. I love it. Cool. Very cool. Um, let's see here. Oh, I got, I got caught a bullshit. I got called bullshit on anyhow. Um, when I read the emails off about something and I will go into that it will be the last email that I do but it was interesting because I didn't expect uh, this certain subject to rear its head up again I didn't think it was that interesting but for some reason it seems to be but we'll get to that here in a little bit but um, uh, Rob do you have anything you want to get to here real quick yeah uh, you know you know how I watch it 
a lot of reruns of that 70s show. Mm-hmm. Oh, Danny Masterson? Danny Masterson? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. In prison. Mm-hmm. Well, Danny Masterson has been transferred to a medium and minimum security men's colony uh-huh. in Central California. Yes. He's a protected species, it looks like. Well, after a brief stay at the notorious Corcoran State Prison, the one-time maximum security home of Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Which, which I almost, I almost did a, <laughs> did a story on that, you know, read a story one night about um. that. About how you got transferred to the same prison. Um, yeah. I've got a whole theory on that whole thing, but that's not for this podcast. It's much right, deeper. Right. It's much deeper than that. And I think other people will probably automatically it will trigger what I'm talking about. But that's not for right. this podcast because we like to stick to dick jokes. But there's an overall there's an overall theme of protected people and things that they do. And right. I believe he's one of them. But go ahead, Rob. Anyway, the former That 70s Show star was assigned in January to Corcoran, situated about halfway between Bakersfield and Sacramento, after mm-hmm. he was convicted last May by a Los Angeles jury of raping two women in the 1990s. He was sentenced to 30 years to life and spent several weeks in L.A. County lockup and North Kern State Prison intake facility before being moved to Corcoran, which houses some of the state's most hardened criminals. Mm -hmm. But after a little over two weeks, their Masterson was transferred to California's men's colony in San Luis, a bit... Abisco. Yeah. Abisco. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Over concerns for his well-being. According to Deadline, which first reported to transfer, citing a law enforcement source. Wow. Inmates at the men's colony can pursue technical skills like electronics, automotive, and small entry repair and arts, as well as work in the facility's textile and printing factories. Masterson will first be eligible for parole in 2042. Hmm. Um, the thing that gets me about that whole article, it does not give any reason why. Um, it would appear on the surface like it was all for show. Watch this. We're going to send him to a maximum security. And then they was probably hoping, I don't even know how many people even noticed the article to be true. You know, I you mean, I would say 99% of the people didn't even read it, so they don't even know it happened. So, I, I think it's something that's done quite a bit. And it's like, they send them somewhere knowing they're going to take them out of there after a month or so. You know what yeah, I mean? See, I, I, I don't, I, yeah. 
I don't know why they did that. Um, or it could, I, I, honestly, what I'm wondering. Yeah. Does his ass ring rupture? Pay him off. What'd you Somehow, say? Pay him off, pull some strings. Um, I think they did an asshole depth chart, and he was getting near the end of it, you know, and they're like, we got to get him out of here before he blows his asshole out. Well, uh, okay, think about it. You are a big time, or you uh-huh. were a big time television star. And you're accused of those atrocious acts. And, and for, what I say, 30 years to life. Until 2042, said, yeah, I think. Yeah, 30 yeah. years to life. Yeah. For raping. Yes. Um, it could be that. Or it could be something more sinister. But like I said, everybody, everything is out there for you to read and look at. It's all right there for you. As long as the internet is not censored, and thank God it doesn't appear to be right now, you can look at all this and figure it out for yourself. I have my own opinion, but it's not for this podcast because we promised ourselves dick jokes and topical stories. And that's what we're doing. So... Um, that was my topical story. And thank you, Rob. Um, while we're talking about, well, not stuff that's related, but um, stuff that's, I don't know, topical. You know um, that there is a Dorito theory on dating. Did you know that? No, I did not. You never heard that? Okay. Well, it's kind of a big thing right now. Modern dating and relationships are not only complex, but they also need modern solutions. After the orange peel theory, another theory has... And I think we went into the orange peel theory quite a while ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was quite a while ago. Yeah, after the orange peel theory, another theory has gained people's attention on social media called the Dorito theory. People are now trying to figure out their relationship and whether it is healthy through uh, this uh, new theory. However, many people are breaking after testing. They're breaking up after testing the relationship based on this theory, which I find absurd. But uh, but it's okay. The Doritos theory has gained a lot of attention on social media, especially on TikTok. Oh, that old gag, TikTok, where it has gained over half a million views as per reports. The theory is based on the idea that if you end up eating a lot of Dorito chips without giving much thought to it, then this attitude can spread to other parts of your life as well. It shows one lack of self-control and boundaries, which also spills to other aspects of their life thus leading to unhealthy patterns. So, anyhow, TikTok user Celeste Area explained this theory by saying, as per LAD Bible is the the name of it, and anyhow, it's a website deal. One thing I can't stop thinking about is called the Dorito Theory. I learned about this and now I see everything a little bit differently. The idea is that only experiences that are aren't truly satisfying or are maximally addictive. And, and that's true. So imagine eating Doritos. When you eat a Dorito and finish your bite, you're not fully satisfied. It's not the same as eating a steak or eating really satisfying food that's high in protein. Where after you bite and you really feel the fullness and that warmth of satisfaction, eating potato chips is addictive because the peak of the experience is kind of when you're first tasting it and not after. It's kind of the micro moment of having is the satisfying part. 
Now, okay, first, Rob, I want to get your thoughts on it. Then I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay, Rob, go ahead with your thoughts. I really don't know, man. It's okay. Um, I've always had a weight battle. You gotta remember, I've had a long day too. Man. Okay, that's that's fine, Rob. I just wanted to see if you had a take on it. I'm gonna go ahead and go with mine now. Okay. Go for it. Alrighty. I've always had a weight battle all my life, and I expect it to continue for the rest of my life. Um, good, bad, whatever it is, that's what I've been dealt with. And also, um, I'm not a heroin addict. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not like a lot of different things I could be. But my problem is food, and I seem to always get offered food. Okay, so it's kind of like the way the universe works. But I was taught this because I actually did some hypnotism that did help, and. Uh, when I went to my general doctor about this, she said that the hypnotism works on this basis, that people that tend to overeat also can be subject to uh, um, um, other things that are satisfying only for the moment, like promiscuous sex, um, drinking, eating too much. They're all in the same class is what she was saying. Okay, and okay. that's well. That's any addiction. Yes, it is. It is any addiction. You have to pick up a new addiction. Yes. So I see where they might have gotten some of this at. I think a lot of it is completely wrong, and I think it's absurd because sometimes people just eat some Doritos, and they just eat Doritos, you know. Um, and it doesn't mean there's an overall oh, dude, overall I pattern. Back in the day. Yeah. It doesn't mean an overall pattern, but I think what this was based on was based on um, some sort of therapy, and they're taking it from there, although you won't read it right now, but that's what I think. That's my thought on it. So, anyhow, um, uh, that was my take on it. So, let's go ahead and take our first break, Rob, and we'll come back with these beautiful emails. Does that sound good? Sounds good. All right, we'll talk to you guys in a minute. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. You know what would be really cool? If George Gray of The Price is Right was talking about a 20-ounce bag of fish sticks and actually said a 20-ounce bag of fish sticks. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Let's see here. A package of 8 hot dogs. A package of 10 hot dog buns. I would have to buy 10 packs of hot dogs and 8 packs of buns to even it out. Should I buy them at once? Should I freeze them? Or just continue to zigzag them and hope for the best? <sighs> I hate adulting. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. I would want to bug you. 
On most of these apocalypse series, we tell you what plants you can eat in case of an apocalypse and you have to go out to your yard for food. Well, this one is going to explain to you the plants you may be aware of to not eat. Plants that could be toxic usually might have milky white sap, thorns, spines, or fine hairs, or leaves or stems. Pods with bulbs, beans, or seeds. Stems or trunks that have an almond scent. Three-leaf foliage growth. Also be aware of intensely bitter or sappy flavor. Foliage reminiscent of dill, parsley, or carrot. Now, from the makers of the Who Bit My Asshole board game comes the Rob Rad Jigsaw Puzzle. That's right, put Rob back together. This brilliant glossy photo of Rob wearing a loincloth in a rainforest is the perfect stocking stuffer. Order now and get a free butt plug keychain. A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. Now we go to the amazing Mark, the Palm Reader. Hello everybody and welcome to Mark, the amazing Palm Reader. First in line, please step up. Oh, let's see, young lady. I see a long lifeline. I see success, happiness, love, fortune. I also see a bit index finger. $20, please. And we are back. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Ralph. All right. Well, like we said before, we got some emails here. I needed to start getting to them because it's really starting to clog up there and uh, actually start to slow my phone down a little bit. There are so many of them on there. So, anyhow, I got through a bunch of them. There's still some left, so I didn't get to your email, and it deserved an answer. I will. So... Um, including one that I get called bullshit on, Rob. I think I mentioned that a little bit ago, right? Yeah, you did. You said you were going to say that was the last. Yep. All right. First one. Hey, douchebags. What is your normal podcast posting days? Is there any way to have it sent to my inbox? Would be really cool if that were possible. Thanks in advance, Tally in Washington State. And this is, I assume, a male, T-A-L-L-Y. I sound like a male name. Washington State. Yeah, wow. from Washington State. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you, Tally, in Washington State. I assume you're a male. Yes, thank you. Um, okay. I'm working on all of this. I would love to send it to your inbox. I think there are services that do that, like Podbean and some other ones. They just send it straight to your inbox if you're a subscriber, I think is what they call it, to that podcast um, I'm not sure I imagine it probably costs quite a bit more than what we would be able to do right now because you know we're not making a dime off this so uh, right. yeah 
I mean, to be perfectly Everything honest. Everything is out of our pockets at this point. Yeah. Um, some of that stuff we may be kind of handcuffed unless we start getting some revenue. Um, I do know that if you subscribe to most services like um, in an iHeart and Pod, uh, not Pod, uh, Spotify and a lot of the fine services that we're on, that they will let you and know tune in. and tune, tune in. in. Yeah. We're on. They will let you know when a new podcast is up, and then simply you just go to where you get it at. Uh, but as far as being delivered to your uh, inbox, I wish we could do that. And I know there's ways of it. I've read of it happening. I've actually had it happen before. Um, back when I was a subscriber to Kevin Keatsman's uh, Has Issues podcast, it used to be sent to my inbox. But I think I, the card I used to become like the platinum or whatever, or whatever, the insider or whatever it is, I think that card expired and I never renewed. So I don't get it sent to my inbox anymore. I think, if I remember correctly, I okay. think it was I think it was Keith's okay, show. I know on iHeart. Uh huh. After a day or two, it will send you an email letting you know you have episodes to listen to. That's how it's done. Did, okay. On our show, on two douchebags on microphone. And you, you, have, get you have to subscribe, or you will get right? An email. Do you have to subscribe to it? Is that it? I run off the free one. I've run <laughs> off the free iHeart for years. Kind of like you and TuneIn, and now i got to pay ten nine dollars a month. I can't believe you had to pay for it. I've never... Okay, now it does, since you told me that. It prompts me for the, the pay service, but I've never paid for it for years. I, I And really? so, yeah, I don't know. I had, I had no idea that... There's a yeah. See, I, I I'm the other I'm the other way around. I art I've had for years for free. Well, they off the free trial. Maybe and it's like this. Maybe if you in, they, yeah, they automatically ask for my credit card. I've had the app downloaded for a long time, so maybe that's it. Maybe I got that, the app when it was yeah, free. Yeah, see, and that's like me with iHeart. I'm grandfathered in uh, it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, Tally, uh, the answer right now is no, but if there's any way we can do it in the future, we will, because we want... Yeah, this, we will. This I is mean, a dream come true. We're going to grow this as big as we can. And, and also, think about that. Something like that's a dream come true for sponsorship. You go, you know how many inboxes I hit, and all these guys are between this age, or these females are between this age? That is a sponsor's dream. Right. Uh, there's so many here. There's a, like a tally in Washington State. Uh, Washington State, we have 600 people that listen regularly. Uh, Connecticut, we have uh, 3,000. You know, you know. So, um, yeah, if there's anything like that, not only would it help you, but it would benefit us. So, yeah, we're constantly looking at things like that. And if there's any way possible, do something like that, tally. We will. Thank you. Thank you for the email. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you. This next email I really appreciate too. There's some good ones on here. Mark, your choice for voiceovers are great. I love it because me because it reminds me of growing up listening to the radio and having the booming voice guy call out the station's call letters and ID. Sabrina in St. Louis. So she probably heard KC and she had the uh, the guy on there K S H E ninety five. You know, and we were listening to. KY 102, we rock Kansas City, and stuff like that, right? Well, to be honest, 
you have one of the voices. I've heard that all my life. You do. You oh. have one of one of those voices. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I I think you do. Um, I've heard that from actual professionals that I've been friends with. Um, maybe I should have done something with it, but like I said, I'm a broadcast school uh, dropout hey, because we did of what I, we did. Look, the sheet metal union was going to pay me to work, or I could go be an intern at some station for eight years and and uh, win and get CDs and, and make just enough to eat. Yeah, you know, to me, it was a thing I had to do growing up. Was you know, I can make great money and learn a trade and have it all paid for when I get out of school, or I could go to college pay that debt up and not make nothing for eight or nine years being an intern and then hopefully be on the air. So, I, you know, I just did what I thought I had to do. Maybe I made yeah. a mistake. Maybe I didn't. Who's to say? I don't know at this point. I know this. I'm happy and I did very well. So, I don't know. Well, you had to make a living for your family. I, exactly. So, right. anyhow, it is what it is. But I've heard that all my life and I appreciate it and me hearing it repeatedly from some professionals, I'm not going to say their name because some of them are still around, right, some of them right. are not. And uh, anyhow, and I hope the couple that are still around, I hope they listen to this because I would love for them to email me because I don't have their number anymore. And they know who they are, you know, they, they know me. So if they know that I'm doing a podcast, um, I wish that you would email me and give me your honest critique because the two people that I'm thinking in particular would absolutely know for sure how good it is. So, anyhow. Um, yeah, and, I, and I'm actually waiting on feedback from my DJ buddy. Okay, Rob, listen. He never has uh, gotten uh, back with me. I, I've been told about this from said professionals. The smaller you get, the smaller market, the more insecure they are. Because they that's just the way it works. The bigger guy in a bigger station isn't worried about it because if his booming station lets him go, there's 10 in line. The guy down there on Osage Beach or whatever, he's worried about his job. Uh, Let me put it like this. Okay. Johnny Dare in Kansas City, not worried about his job. Um, Guy down the road, service in Osage Beach, probably worried about his job and probably not really interested in helping anybody, right? I could be wrong, could be wrong. He could be a great guy, but that's why I said no, don't he, expect to hear anything. Yeah, he has been. He has been for years. Okay, all right. Um, I, I've known him. I've known him since two thousand three. Okay. Well, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope the information I got is wrong on that too. Uh, so anyhow, you know what? It doesn't matter if you hear from him. Great. If not, we're doing fine. Um, and besides that, I don't know what he could do anyhow. Even even no, the, I, 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 would, I was just asking for some advice. You know. Oh, for hey. advice. Okay, I got that. Yeah. Okay. Just what what's your opinion? What That's uh, that's what, what I would what, look for. What could I do different? I the, was asking for me. Okay, the guys I'm talking about when we first start when I was first starting today, I'm doing this. He says cool. Yeah. Okay, maybe I could be completely wrong yeah, on whoever you are. Listen. Whoever you are, if you're listening, I'm very sorry, but I was told that by someone that I thought knew. So, anyhow, we're just going to leave that right there. 
Um, and that's what I was wanting from the people that I still know that are still actively in this business, or not this business, but radio business. Um, the people I know that are still actively in it, um, all I would want is their opinion because podcasting is podcasting. Everybody okay, and their little well, brother is doing it. So. He, he also did move from here up to Warnsburg. Oh, okay. You know that big radio station out of Warrensburg? What big radio station out of Warrensburg? No, I don't. Well, no, no, what is it? Uh, is it Power 95? Don't know. It's one, some, some big No, there's one out of, there's they one out of. They played around Kansas City. Pick it up everywhere. He was on there for a while. Okay, I'm unfamiliar. Turn around, come back down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here. Um. Go into something. Uh, okay. Okay. Next one, Rob. I really wanted bass fish in Lake of the Ozarks. Any way I could get you to be my tour guide? I have a 35 pack of Natty Light and a fifth of Night Train, Ollie and Indy. Rob. Dude, I used to work on this lake. I used to set boats and docks. I know this lake very well. Come on down, buddy. Only in Indy, you heard it. Got an open invite. Deuce B66 at yahoo.com. I can get you directly in touch with Rob. Night train and the 35 pack of Natty Light is right up his alley. Right, Rob? But you got to bring the boat. Oh, okay. You bring the boat. That's a long ways from Indy. Yeah, you might you have to bring the boat. Ollie, I suggest you rent one instead of taking that boat down narrow ass I seventy. All right, next, dudes, hurry up and get back on the air. Sheesh, Des Moines going stir crazy. We were forced to listen to those two idiots on this local rock station. Please and thank you, Tony and West Des Moines. The two idiots, I have no idea who they are. On what rock station, I don't know. There might only be, I might be able to look them up because uh, there might only be one rock station in Des Moines. It's not that big of a market. But anyhow, thank you. We're back on. Back on the yeah. air or whatever, on the internet. On the internet, I guess, would be a better phrase. So, all right. This next one I really like because I find it extremely interesting. Mark, I really thought growing up in small town Missouri, like you, and not too far away from the uh, same type time period was intriguing, but I too used to listen to WLS Powerhouse Rock Station out of Chicago at nights. I couldn't wait until I heard the local small station around Kansas City lower and WLS come in strong and clear. I would camp out in Southern Cass County and blare WLS all night. I bet other people used to listen as well. Anyway, thank you for bringing me back to my youth, Benny and Drexel. I love that. That's awesome. It is. Pretty much what yeah, I did well, about 10 miles away from me. <laughs> right, right. Drexel, yeah. Cleveland, yeah. This is stuff I love okay. to hear. You talk about connections like this, right? I, I mean, that that's really cool if you really think about it. You know, some guy found us, and he used to do exactly what I did, only I was in my garage, like, painting on the walls and shit. And he was... Uh, 
camping out in uh, Southern Cass County, I would assume near Drexel. Yeah, you were only, what, 15, 20 miles? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not that far away from me. Maybe. Same county. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. So, uh, Benny, email me again. I, I mean, let's keep in touch. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I still live in Kansas City. Rob's stone throw away, but he's there. Uh, okay. I'm here. This next one is from Montrose. Oh, my boy. They came back with a twist. Hey, douchebags. This is the Meat Packers on J Highway just south of Montrose. Why is it that the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard get all the love? I bet those guys can't skin a cow or cut it up into tender steaks. Hell, we'll even carve up your tasty roadkill as well. P.S. I even know the junkyard owner in Tightwad and get a 72 Coupe DeVille bumper in a day. Rosie in rural Henry County. There you go. Coupe DeVille bumper tomorrow. Wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know a Rosie? Do you know a Rosie? Okay. Wasn't the guy that was looking for the Coupe DeVille bumper from Tightwad? Someone got it messed up here. Um, whoever wrote me, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go back and listen. Um, I Rosie, the dude looking for the Rosie. If you're a fake, it's gonna break my heart. But 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 they're saying no, they got one. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, okay. There it is. Okay, let me start this here. Okay, P.S. I even know the junkyard owner in Tightwad and can get the '72 Coupe DeVille bumper in a day. Rosie in rural Henry County. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, now this would be neighbor helping neighbor here. It oh, I even know the junkyard to owner to take it to Tightwad. Yeah. Okay, okay. But I, the original person was from Tightwad, if I remember. Okay, okay. You know who you are if you're listening. Hmm. All right. Well, um, we'll we'll unravel it later. I'm gonna go back and look at the transcript because all of them are transcribed since then, and I'm gonna find out what the original one was. But it was the junkyard in Montrose, and someone from Tightwad wanted it, right? Yeah. 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 Somebody in Tightwad wanted. I wonder if Rosie meant it the other way, but kind of worded it like this. Well, no. She says she knows the owner of the junkyard in Taiwan. So there's a junkyard in Taiwan too. He said he can get one. Oh, I get it. Evidently, or okay, so it's done. She's got one for him right there in the same town. Their own work. Gotcha, Rosie. You. So I've been running around. <laughs> You've been running around I for nothing. I made a trip to fucking Springfield here a few weeks ago. Looking for that fucking buffer. Robinson Tightwad, where this other person's at. Hell, I'll come down there and I'll carry the fucking bumper to him. Tightwad's what, like a, a, an eighth of a mile across at the most? I could yell at the person. Hey, here's your bumper. And they open up their window in the living room. All right, man, just send in the front lawn and be done, right? Yeah, 
Well, if they're still listening, they'll know now. That's right. <laughs> Damn it, that cost me 40 bucks in gas. Hope you guys are happy, per Rob. Next one. Hey, Mark, this is a mad farter, and I was very happy I could burn your oh, nostril. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Why don't you hear the one after this, the final one? Hey, Mark, this is a mad farter, and I was very happy I could burn your nostril hairs out Sunday on your way out. And that the mad farter did. It got me really good. Did burn my nostrils. Probably seen me gagging and coughing in the corner. Uh, enjoy my nectar, bitch. <laughs> Crop dusting is an art, and I'm a, the fucking Picasso. Hee hee. <laughs> uh, I'm going to catch this fuck. I'm going to catch him. And I don't know. I don't know what's cruel enough to get him back. We'll have to, like, I don't know, figure out something. Jeez. Well, he got me again, and yeah, he did burn my, he or she did burn my nostrils out. And yeah, I was in the corner gagging. Be, they they got to be a linger. It, it, they have to be able to, like, do it really quick and get out of there. It's got to be quiet. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I don't know, man. Whoever did it, well, I, I have to admit, whoever's doing it, they are Picasso. They are the yeah, greatest yeah. in crop dusting. Um, yeah, they got me wondering. <laughs> me too. Okay, I got the final email here. Mark, I call bullshit on your sugar snob story. Real cane sugar sugar snob story. Um, I think okay. I think what they're talking about, according to this, is um, a few podcasts ago, I told how I became a sugar snob, right? Right. right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. A self-professed sugar snob. I've said this all along. I'm a real sugar snob, and that means you look for products with real sugar and not corn syrup. Okay. Right. And it said it's all the rage now. Well, I guess it is because I looked it up. It's like a big ordeal. And they're saying that I'm doing it because it's a fad and that I didn't do it a while back for the reasons I said I did. Well, here is the full fucking story, whoever this is, because they didn't leave their name. Okay. I used to go out of town for work a lot and with a, a guy named Brian. Brian always drank real sugar everything. And this is a few years back, I'm pretty sure before this whole real sugar rage started. Besides that, Brian was not a uh, um, a guy that copped on to the uh, latest trends. I mean, we 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 uh, we were working in Nashville, and the company bought us uh, a steak at Jay Alexander's. Was he show up in gym shorts, striped gym shorts, bobby socks, and sandals? Okay. So he's not following some sort of a trend. He really liked real sugar Pepsis and stuff like that. And so, anyhow, I was like, hey, well, what's the difference? I mean, you know, I got this uh, regular Coca-Cola here. And he said, well, you know, once you get rid of that um, corn syrup taste, you're never going to want it again. You're going to hate it. It's going to taste horrible to you. And the real sugar is what you're going to really crave. So I thought, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to try to switch to real sugar stuff because um, if you go into any quick mark, quick trip or whatever, you don't see real sugar anything because it doesn't sell good. No, enough. you don't. Yeah. No, you and don't. every time I've I went, 
every time I went to go get a, uh, a, a you know, go get um, gas, fill up my car, I'd always end up with a soda. And it was just uncontrollable. And it drove me nuts. I'm like, I don't even want this fucking thing, but I always buy it and I drink it. It's no good for me. So I was like, you know what? Uh, Brian said that you lose the taste for corn syrup and you can't stand it anymore. And he's right. He was right. So now I don't drink nearly as much soda because I don't, I'm not around real sugar or anything when I go to the Quickie Mart for anything. I go to Quick Trip. They don't have it. I can't touch it. You know, the only place you can get at is like Walmart and like Price Chopper, you know, the big stores. But right. you, ha- you have to make a dedicated trip for that. And I've since found out that like uh, real sugar, uh, like like the uh, like the emailer said, real sugar is like a huge trend now. You know, like uh, Mexican Coca Cola is like really big, and that has cane sugar in it. It's a, it's a big trend now. And I guess like uh, part of it was like uh, you know what a burger, right? The stuff that Patrick Mahomes loves, and he brought the franchise to Kansas City. Right, right, you know, huge right, in right. Texas, Oklahoma. Okay, um, their ketchup is like the main threat to Heinz. And their ketchup is made with real sugar. Their their ketchup is better than Heinz, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion. Uh, their ketchup is phenomenal, and they make it with real sugar. And then all of a sudden I noticed Heinz started making this new Heinz Simply with real sugar. So, and then I started noticing a lot of other products like uh, coming out with real sugar products, you know. So I think that the reason it might be a craze right now, but that's not why I started. I started because my friend got me onto it that I used to go work with all the time. And, uh, well, he didn't get me onto it. I took an interest in it because I wanted to quit corn syrup. And I have pretty much for the most part, except for the stuff that you can't get around, you know, and you don't really taste the corn syrup in. So anyhow, um, that's all for emails. Well, actually, yeah, go I ahead. Think I think people may be starting getting back to the basics. You know, Rob, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. We, I do. I do know what you mean. Finding out that all these artificial stuff is bad for you. Yeah, like corn syrup's heavily processed. Right. And corn syrup actually started, I think, in the eighties, and that's where. Um, the government wanted, like, the big producers of sodas. And and also, corn syrup's easier to mix into formulas, too, so it helps the companies out, too. But I think there's, like, some sort of a law still in place that they have to use corn syrup whenever they can instead of real cane sugar because we have such a surplus of corn every year. Well, they need to change that. They may have. I'll have to look. I thought someone's saying that like it, it's not a law anymore, and that the big companies just choose to use corn sugar because or corn syrup because well, it's, it's cheap. Because I mean, before that, I mean, before pure cane sugar, they use a lot of beet sugar and everything. So, um, yeah. and anyhow, um, let's go ahead and take our second break, and we'll be right back with more fun. Uh, whatever we figured out, we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Now it's time for pickup lines from a loser. Are you a parking ticket? You got five written all over you. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. How does a butterfly take a dump? It never stops long enough. Maybe it just sits while lofting. 
Maybe it shits real quick while chewing flowers. Hmm. I may never know. Brick shithouse energy drink. That's right. Brick shithouse energy drink. Make that little girl. Chew off your balls. You want to fuck shit up? Run across the cross Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. What you call a bundle of hay in church? Christian Bale. <laughs> Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Good news. If your good old pal, your dog, survives the apocalypse too, Broadleaf Plantation is a good answer for both of you. The entire plant is edible from root to tip. It can be roasted or raw and is safe for canines and humans. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Let's see, if I identify as a dog and I start wandering around the block without a collar on, could animal control come by and pick me up? <laughs> I may never know. You got something you want to go into, or um, I got a couple of stories here that are kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, I, I got one here for you. Okay. Uh, how about the first round voting of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <coughs> oh yeah, yes, yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Ozzy Osbourne emerged as the front runner in the initial week of fan voting for this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. And how could he not? <laughs> I... uh, but the question is, will he accept it? Um, I say nominate. I say nominate. You know, I think I think he will accept it. Um, the thing is, is he may finally, he may finally. The truth is, is Ozzy had a much more sex, successful career solo than even Sabbath. 
and Sabbath had a story career and are already in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, yeah, which part of which had Ozzy. Yes. Now the problem. This is what I had a problem with the Sabbath nomination is Ronnie James Dio had more than two albums with him, and that's what the limits right. are to put someone in the Hall of Fame. Ronnie James Dio stuff with Sabbath is legendary, legendary. And they omitted him, and it really pisses me off because Ronnie James Dio should be in it. Um, now, solo, it could be debated because he had like three really good albums and then he didn't sell that much. Ozzy is the only guy in the 90s that was metal or hard rock that survived all the grunge and did just as good, if not better. His best-selling albums are in the 90s, or one of them at least. Um, no More Tears is his best-selling album. It's like quadruple platinum if not more and that was done in the 90s during the height of the grunge era um, so he withstood and, everything and look at his last two albums his last two albums are nothing less than brilliant nothing less than brilliant I mean especially oh. the people that he chose to work with man I you know oh, Eric Clapton Jeff unreal. Beck um, uh, Elton John I, I mean, he just, uh, there's many more people, too. You know, he worked with Iomi, of course, and uh, and just so many other people. I mean, he just, um, just incredible career. Um, uh, notorious stuff that he's done, outlandish behavior. He's a rock star in every epitome of anything that you could think of being. Um, and he deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He probably deserved to be there as much as Sabbath and the reasons I say as much as is because without Sabbath there would be no Ozzy there would be no Dio there would be no, be no a lot of these bands so so I have to give Sabbath right there with him but as far as success goes Ozzy has been much more successful commercially on his own than Sabbath has been uh, over their careers and he has um, more music out he has more hits out uh, he had more things. Uh, he had more successful uh, projects, like the Osbournes, um, Oz Ozfest. Uh, he he just he he deserves it. And you know, a lot of what I thought was really cool was he did Godfather of heavy metal. To be honest, every band today, every band back then, every band in the eighties. Like when Metallica was opening up for Ozzy, and I got to see that concert at uh, at uh, um, Kemper Arena. Great concert. But Ozzy was getting ready to fire Metallica because he thought they were fucking with him because they were playing Paranoid during their sound check, and Ozzy got pissed. He's like, they're, they're fucking making fun of me. They go, no, Ozzy, because he didn't think any band like that would love him that much. And, uh, and he's like, man, he goes, fuck those guys. They're fucking ribbing me. You know, he's ready to fire them. And, and uh, anyhow, his, uh, his uh, assistant pulled back and go, no, Ozzy, they love you. They love you. They love that song. It's a tribute. It's a tribute, it's a tribute. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, really? Me? And he's like, yeah, you. You're the reason they're here, Ozzy. <laughs> oh, no shit? Yeah. Because he was ready to fire Metallica. Come <laughs> on, Ozzy. Yeah. Come <laughs> Uh, anyhow, you can see that video online. I saw it back on the Don't Blame Me video set that I bought many years ago. Um, uh, during the 90s, he had very successful albums, Osmosis, uh, uh, No More Tears. Uh, there's probably another one that I'm leaving right, off. Right. But 
Anyhow, Lollapalooza, he wanted to join Lollapalooza. And Lollapalooza got back with him and said, you're not cool enough. Sharon was enraged. <laughs> Sharon said, fuck those guys. Fuck them. And she went and started OzFest. And OzFest was known as the Mutant Lollapalooza Fest. If you were a freak and you liked outlandish stuff or, or, um, or you know, fucking grind music or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would go to OzFest as opposed to Lollapalooza that had the, uh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins and the fucking uh, um, oh, uh, Screaming Trees and shit like that on it. It was a great alternative to the uh, hippie fucking. Uh, uh, I'm 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 sorry. I'm standing on the you know. I'm sorry. I'm ruining the earth because I'm breathing. Fucking whole thing going on right then. And so it, who did you say? Screaming trees. Screaming trees. Look it up. Is it, that an actual band? Yeah, from Seattle, and they were very. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I've never heard of them. Um. I have never heard of them. I'm sorry. Uh, just look them up. Um, okay. Um, I will. I will. Yeah. Will. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, uh, now, now, can I get further into this story? Absolutely. I'm sorry. I went off, didn't I? <laughs> well, no, we're talking about Ozzy. Okay. You know? One of my strong well, points. This mentions a lot more than Ozzy. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you're all right. <laughs> I forgive you. All right, Rob. Okay, as of Saturday morning, Osborne, a legendary figure from Black Sabbath, had been made 105,115 votes. Okay, Yay. now I'm going to start mentioning more people with the exact amount of, mo- amount of votes. I'm going to round them off. Okay. Placing them ahead of Peter Frampton, 87,000 votes. Okay. Foreigner, ooh, shit. Okay, now I'm I'm going to say these two figures. Okay. Peter Frampton had 87,374 votes. Okay. Foreigner had 86,916 votes. There's a strong case for Foreigner, or, or even Peter Frampton. Like, three, like 400 votes right there. Uh-huh. Okay, and then comes Dave Matthews' band with 85,000. Okay. Cher with... 75,600 something. No, thank you. Lenny Kravitz, 65,000. Lenny Kravitz probably should be. I believe he should. Yeah. Um, I honestly, don't, I don't know if this record sales, so, uh, I don't know. How did we miss him? Underrated guitarist? No, I thought, no, I thought, I thought of it, but I don't think he made it quite. He might have been number 14 or 15. I don't think he quite made okay, it. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, and then we go on to Mariah Carey with 55,000. It'd be great if she was rock, but she's not. Um, well, 
It's like always. Well, he goes on. Okay. Following closely were Cool and the Gang with 53,000. Now, I love Cool and the Gang, but they're not rock. Oasis, 49,000. No way. Sinead O'Connor, 38,000. <laughs> she had one hit, and it wasn't rock. And Prince Sade, wrote it. 36,000. No. No, not rock. Okay, now wait a second. How did this band end up down this low? Who? Chains Addiction. 35,677. First off, Perry Farrell wouldn't be caught dead in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, okay, but what I'm saying, Chains Addiction is a hell of a lot more rock than Sawdays. I would, I would agree. Oasis. Rob, I got your answer. Bradbury. I got your answer, Rob. Want to know what it is? Any fan of Jane's Addiction does not care or may not even know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame exists. Agreed? Good point. Good point. And if they do know it exists, they're definitely not voting because they hate it. Well, I, I like Jane's Addiction, but still. I do too, and they deserve to be there more than most of those names. Yes. But Perry Farrell would just, he would laugh at him if they said, what, where, you want me to do what? Go in the Rock and Roll Hall? We're not rock. Get out of here. We're alternative. He was very adamant about that during his whole career. And he took pride in not being rock music, the typical rock music. So, number one, he would not be a part of it. Number two, his fans would not be a part of it. So, I, I'm surprised they got five votes even. Think of the James Addiction fans. We were around them when they were really big, right? Oh, I loved them. Yeah. Well, think of their average fan. Their average their average fan hated mainstream music. Hated is, rock. Good point. Good point. Good so, point. so there you go. They're not going to make it, and they're never going to make it. And I, I, I mean, someone got cute and decided to nominate them, but that's probably as far as it's going to go, Rob. It's probably not going to go any further, just because that is not the audience. You know. That's not the audience all right, set up. All right, all right, one last paragraph. Oh, okay. The total count surpassed 835,000 votes since voting commenced on February 10th. Fans have the opportunity to vote for seven artists daily until April 26th. Everybody listen to that, April 26th. There you go, so go for all the fame. Uh, with the latest standings accessible on Rock Hall website. You can also cast your vote there. Rock Hall website. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, Rob, I think it's right. yeah. Um, 
You want me to do this uh, Wendy's story here real quick and then wrap it up? Uh, you got a little extra time, or you want to go ahead and cut this off right now? Oh, well, unless you, uh... All right. Wait. <laughs> yeah, there's some comments from some of these people. Oh, okay, go ahead. In contrast, Liam Gallagher of Oasis responded to their nomination with Fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Similarly, Cher bluntly stated, I wouldn't be in it now if they gave me a million dollars. Lie. I'm changing my mind. Lie. Disco, you know what themselves. They could give that guy ten thousand dollars and he'd be a part Oh shit! Well, you know what? This might be my last rock and roll thing. I thought it was a great article, yeah. Rob. I love the way you brought awareness to it. I did too. So I got to read more. Yep. No one even shares against them. All right. Um. I guess uh, Jamar Chase had a... Right, we're going to do the, the Wendy's article maybe on the next one, if at all. It was about their new breakfast sandwich, and you know what? You know, you, you want to know about it, look it up online. So, um, Jamar Chase has been oh, mouthing no, off... No, 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 no. Hey, that's the thing. Yeah. For a while now, since you announced we're having this thing where people call us on bullshit... Oh, yeah, you're right. We no longer announce where we read it. Oh, no, that that's... Uh, yeah, I, okay. Unless you want it to be known. No, 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 no. I didn't... Uh, a challenge. I didn't, I didn't announce where I got my stuff from tonight, and neither did you. So keep it like that, yeah. and then they can look it up. Yeah. You know, for all you know, yeah. um, half of those bands may not have been elected to the Hall of Fame. We, it, maybe, maybe not. Go look them up. Um, okay, um, from someone on the Internet... Wendy's is sweetening its breakfast lineup with a new treat that comes from an unusual place, another fast food chain. It's a risky bet that other chains have made before. Partnerships between rivals can boost sales, but they can also anger restaurant owners as they risk uh, diluting brands and giving consumers fewer reasons to go to some individual stores. Begun in February 26, Wendy's is uh, partnering up with Cinnabon to add a new cinnamon roll-like baked good in its morning menu, making a partnership between the two chains that often compete for similar price-conscious customers. Um, so, it, it's going to be some sort of a pastry, and it, Cinnabon is going to make it, and Wendy's is going to sell it. So, and I think it may have started off this week. Um, so, there you go. Anyhow... Rob, you got anything before we wrap this bitch up and send it on its way? Honestly, I'm worn out, brother. I've had a All long right, brother. day. Thank you, and thank you for going overtime. The other one, I was able to make it into two podcasts. Oh, oh dude, it was great. It was great. I, I will not do that to you again. I'm sorry. I just got to flying, and I should have I should have put on the brakes. But before I knew it, we're like 55 minutes into the second one. And I'm like, shit. Mark, Mark. Yeah. I, did, I was evidently into it or I would have realized it. <laughs> I 
I was right there with you, brother. Well, I, I know, I know. I just didn't like. That's what we do. That's okay, what you we know do. what? It was fun, and it was a great podcast. I'll listen to it. So. Yes, it was. All right. Everybody, have a good night. Thank you for listening again. And Des Moines, we love you. Come here. Give us a hug. We're back. We're back. We still love you. You still love us. Right? Love y'all. Good night, assholes. Good night, assholes. They go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.